So I'd like to talk about living ageless and being a perfectionist. I, let's just say, I spent a lot of years being a perfectionist. And I was missing red flags left and right because it had to be this way. It had to be that way. I wanted it to be perfect. And it took me a while to realize that was a part of being in that matrix and the confusion and illusion because it was an illusion. Nobody's perfect. But mm, let them tell you they probably are. But I, you know, mm, pump the brakes. I'm not doing that. Because I'm here for a reason on planet Earth because there's still things I have to work out. If I was perfect, I wouldn't be here. So when I realized that being a perfectionist was crazy, ludicrous, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's when I stopped. When I finally stopped and realized that wasn't making any sense. And I was going around in a circle meeting my own self over and over and over. I was in that boxing ring, boxing with my own shadow was nobody else's. It was my own. And I have worked hard. I have worked hard. I get that a lot of people don't elevate because they're not willing to do the work. And the work is demanding. If you want to heal, if you want to become better. Unfortunately, a lot of people have very hard childhoods. And they have never healed from it. And that is very unfortunate because the world will not get to have the chance to really meet the real you. They'll meet the fragmented you, the broken you. But we don't get to meet the real you. So when I realized that that wasn't going to get me anywhere. And it was a simple thing. Really, I think I told this story before. I had this really pretty purple dress. And I bought these purple, light purple, beautiful um, snakeskin shoes. And that particular day, I happened to catch the trolley. And this lady ran behind me. She was like, oh, I love those gray snakeskins. And I'm like, they're not gray, they're purple. And I looked at my feet and I realized they were new. I was ready to go to classes to learn how to not damage my shoes. So I knew I'd taken care of them. But what I did not realize was that snakeskin wear I mean, the weather or whatever, everything is probably playing a role. And those shoes really did project more of a gray than purple. And I even wanted to step back and say, oh, no, it's still purple. No, at some point I had to say, no, this is not purple. This is now gray. 
pretty shoe, still a pretty shoe. But it's those kind of things. Those are the red flags. Because the easiest thing was to just say thank you. But I couldn't. I could not let go of the illusion. I just had to hold on to that and make myself right. And I think that is like the biggest betrayal of self. That we think we always right. There's some people that I look at sometimes on YouTube and I am in awe with the, the beautiful minds, the personality, the spirit, the heart. It's just there. And it's right. And that's what I wanted. That's when I started running for my greatness. I had a friend of mine tell me, or really somebody I work with, and she said, I think you are here to connect people with their greatness. And I could always tell when someone is not willing to connect with their greatness, they become angry with me. They become really angry with me, fast, almost delusional. I didn't do anything. I'm just striving to be better. I don't want to run to catch up with the middle class. Some people is okay with that, that place in life. They'll chase being a middle class because they allow themselves to fall so far down. low vibrations and that may be their norm I'm not pointing a finger at them because personally I really don't mm, yeah I don't I don't I don't allow that that rent free thing in my heart in my head I don't allow that stuff anymore it's not worth it it's really not worth it and I remember you know, I was talking to someone yesterday, and it was a reflection. My mother and my dad passed away like six months apart. My mother died in my arms. And then six months later, well, my daddy was diagnosed. So when my mom died, the shock of it, she died first. And then six months later, and I remember I was at work, and this young lady was deaf. And she looked at me, and she said, are you okay? And I said, yeah, what's wrong? She said, you've been wearing your hair in a ponytail for a year. I will never forget that because I was a perfectionist. I mean, I'm, I'm not thinking that I was busted about the hair. I did get up, but I was on automatic propel. I had to continue being a good wife, a good mother, a good neighbor, a good daughter-in-law, a good sister-in-law, I mean, niece, a good, I had to continue those things even though I was breaking up inside. But because she was deaf, she had that sharpened sense. And she could sense something wasn't right with me right now. But it was a wake-up call. Oh, of course, I just went and got my hair cut, and I decided I was going to do the Halle Berry thing at that point. But... I 
I embrace people that pull my coat. If something is wrong, pull my coat. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And a lot of people are not okay with it. And I don't know if anybody, if he can hear me, but I do admire Coach Prime. I admire him so much because I like the way that he openly give God glory. I mean, it's just awesome to see this person that is such an anomaly. Like, and he's so pushing through everything that he's been challenged with. That's what it's about. That's what spirituality is about. You see, I don't knock religion because I believe and still believe in a lot about religion. I went that route. 30 years in one church, 20 years in I was about it. I went to church from kindergarten to eighth grade, seven days a week. I had to go every morning. I did that. So, yes, I, I, you know, but I was always being taught about the hell. And you can go to hell if you do this and it's fire and brimstone. And you get so busy running away from the fire and brimstone until you actually encompass the hell that they talk about. You start doing hellish things, thinking hellish thoughts. But when you get that spirituality, that's a deep one. You've been to hell and back, and you have a testimony. You're here to help other people. There's a shift that's happening. And some people are going to miss it because they can't stop the foolishness. I'm like those little children. Somebody did you wrong as a child. You point your finger and say, I'm going to tell on you. I used to remember that because the nuns would always tell us to tell on people. And so that was kind of... But the, we would say if somebody did something or pushed somebody down on a schoolyard, I'm going to tell on you. Well, you know what? Stand in your power and truth and you tell on them. Whether they're living or dead, tell on them. Because right now, it's not worth hurt, hurting yourself. Being angry with people because they are out here going for their greatness. And you're frozen in some, some time capsule or something. I don't know what it is. And I, I really and truly, I could not care less what it is that's holding you back. Because I know in hindsight, I held my back, myself back for a lot of things. Because I just wanted it perfect. 
Connect the dots. See the red flags. Don't allow people to piss on you and tell you it's rain. It's not. It's piss. So, in closing, ugh, I would like to say my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.